Welcome to the Lincoln Lowdown Podcast. My name is Michelle Spiziali, and I am the Gallo Retail Director of the Lincoln Division. The Lincoln Division is comprised of two states, Illinois and Indiana. Our division accounts for 6% of the total U.S. retail sales in volume, and we do about 4 million cases per year. See, every bottle or box you put on the shelf actually matters. Your efforts have positioned the Lincoln Division to be the number two retail division year to date. Just so you know, there's 16 total divisions, so not too shabby. This April, your group will achieve double-digit growth yet again. So on behalf of our teams, thank you. We are knocking on the door to achieving that number one spot. So what's our goal with this podcast? Number one, we want to inform you with the latest need-to-know information to help you sell more Gala products into your accounts. Number two, we want to inspire you to think creatively and find new ways to differentiate our products in this ever-changing world. In this podcast platform, the Lincoln Division team is excited to dive into brand content and insights with you. We felt this was a great way to share information due to the mobile nature of a podcast and ease and listen to your own pace. Can you guess why we are called the Lincoln Division? Yep, you are correct. We are named after the great and tall Abraham Lincoln. As we all know, Abraham Lincoln made a significant impact on our two states. At the ripe age of 21, Lincoln moved to Illinois where he practiced law and served as a member of the House of Representatives, which ultimately led him to his presidency. Although not as well known, Abraham Lincoln actually spent a quarter of his life in Indiana. Abe, I got you beat there. Lastly, our world has been met with some unique global challenges. In my humble opinion, there is no better leader from history than good old Abe. Lincoln always projected optimism and inspired others to be better. Our team is honored to work side by side with you to accomplish our collective goals. And as the great Abe Lincoln said, the best way to predict the future is to create it. You ready to get started? I knew you'd be. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the trailer. Okay, so now for the fun part. Our team is ready to dig into the May 2020 missions to ensure alignment on the priorities and focuses for the month. Okay, so in the docket for today, our group will be discussing the following in the segments. High noon, barefoot sellers, the sweet category as a whole, highlighting our new watermelon offerings. And lastly, Raf and TJ will be featuring the main selling points on locations in William Hill in our fine wine segment. Okay, so let's dig in. Today, drum roll please. In the house, I have Ms. Kaylee Munz, who is the Illinois Business Development Manager here with me now to talk about High Noon, which is our number one focus and priority for the month of May. So Kaylee, welcome. Thank you, Spies, for having me. Uh, that, that welcome always makes me smile because we definitely don't rehearse this at all. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So <laughs> appreciate it. Okay. So Kaylee, I know right now our reps have a limited amount of time in their accounts. So we really want to arm them with the most pertinent information on why High Noon and why now. So let's jump right in. Sound good? Spies, that sounds great. And I figured I'd start us off with a fun fact, honestly, just to give us some perspective. So hard seltzer sales were greater than Diet Coke sales in 2019, which is unbelievable. So it's definitely fair to say this trend isn't slowing down. And lucky for all of us, we have the first and best seltzer made of real vodka and real juice. Not to mention, High Noon was the number one canned spirits based drink nationally, surpassing Monaco and Cutwater in 2019. 
Wow. You know, I, every time I see that, it, it shocks me in terms of the Diet Coke comparison. So that just really speaks to the magnitude and the opportunity. So I appreciate you highlighting that. Okay. So if you don't mind, I have a couple questions that I want to highlight today with the group. And, you know, just to be really clear about what we're also asking. So do you mind if I just do a quick rundown with you? Yes, please. Let's do it. Okay, great. So I think, Kaylee, with High Noon specifically, the fact that it's spirits-based, why does it actually belong in the hard seltzer category? Can you just really highlight this? Because I think it can be confusing. For sure. And look, it's competitive out there. So it's really important that our retailers and our consumers know what we're all about. So there's three key components that make up any hard seltzer. It's sparkling water, natural flavors, and an alcohol base. And it's critical we start to take back share as the data shows that 49% of hard seltzer drinkers come from beer, 27% from spirits, and 24% from wine. So we have a lot of stakes fees, as we know, in those last two categories. But the good news for all of us is we now have two offerings to really help us compete. Yeah, no, that's helpful. Okay. So, Kaylee, in terms of, like, a category perspective, I think it's always helpful to really compare ourselves to our competitors. So, for example, Crest versus Colgate toothpaste, you know, so just really highlighting those key different, you know, differentiators. So if you don't mind, can you walk the group through what actually does make High Noon different? Yeah, this is the thing we should be the most excited to talk to our retailers and our consumers about. So Spies, High Noon is premium both in quality and in price, which ultimately means more profit for our retailers. Our alcohol base is vodka rather than fermented cane sugar, like a lot of our competitors. And so consumers are going to taste that difference. And it's why we always encourage people to do competitive taste testings when possible. Um, and the good news is we still hit all the key health markers. We're gluten-free, we're 100 calories, and we're very sessionable with a low ABV. So rarely do our consumers drink just one can. And I think acknowledging the current situation that we're in, none of us could have expected this, but we're seeing that consumers are making fewer trips and they're really looking for ready-to-drink options. And Heineken has us covered on both of those. So we have the 12 packs right. that arrived at the beginning of the year speeds, and then the eight packs are actually going to be arriving mid-May, so earlier than expected. And at the end of the day, whether we're serving a Drizzly account or we're serving a small town, it's really critical that we have high noon cold and ready to go for all of our consumers across both markets. For sure. No, that's great. Okay, great. So in terms of what actually makes us better, so you talked about what differentiates us, but what actually makes high noon better? And then is there any new news that you can share with the group here today? Yeah, so I think it's plain and simple. We taste better. So high noon has received accolades from the BuzzFeed and Newsday. And the tasting panel called us the best tasting hard seltzer in the market. And even better news is we are launching High Noon Lime and Peach right now. So, Spies, when you think about lime, it's a classic flavor. It's often one of the best-selling SKUs in brands like LaCroix, Bubbly, a lot of non-Elks. And when it comes to peach, Spies, can you think of another lead brand um, that has a peach offering? No, I mean, there's some small guys out there. But, yeah, in terms of the big boys and big girls, you're right. There's really no main competitor in the peach space. So that's a key point of differentiation for sure. For sure. And we've talked about this, Spies. Nobody does peach flavoring better than Gallo does. So I'm super excited for our teams to taste lime and peach, as it's definitely going to set us apart um, from the rest of our competitors. And going on to the second part of your question. So um, two bits of news to share with you. One is really want to thank everyone for their patience, as we've had to pivot a lot of our platforms. And High Noon was very heavily invested in March Madness, but the team moved quickly. And we now have a very robust summer media plan. So there's, there's two parts to it. The first is we're partnering with Barstool Sports all year long. We've right. all seen the power of this partnership speeds with brands like New Amsterdam, and we're really excited that Heineken is now on board. So we're going to be increasing our consumer awareness with the rundown, Unnecessary Roughness, and their other branded video content. It's, it's pretty incredible. If you go to Barstool Sports, you cannot miss High Noon. It's, it's everywhere across all their platforms. Mm -hmm. So we're, 
we're excited for that exposure. And then they're going to also be directing consumers to purchase on Drizzly, uh, where that applies. And the second announcement uh, just came down the pipeline last night. So we're going to need a little bit of patience from everybody. But on Friday, we're going to have an announcement that, honestly, we expect to propel High Noon to heights we could not have imagined when we first launched this brand. So in just a few short days, um, we're excited to share with the team some very, very new news. Um, but stay tuned, uh, as I'm not in, the, in on the secret either. So a lot of good uh, stuff to come. Okay. No, and you know I'm not patient. So I am <laughs> counting down the hours to hear the announcement. So, no, that's great. Okay. So, Kaylee, just to really kind of summarize this segment, what is really our ask to our listeners here today? What do you want them to do as they walk into their accounts in the month of May and beyond? So first get it cold. We know this. 59% of consumers drink hard seltzers immediately after purchase. So continue to utilize the high noon fridges and markets where legal, and then cooler clings to draw attention to our offerings. And second, most excitingly, especially with our customer development team, is we're going to lead the country in execution at Walmart. So grapefruit, lime, and pineapple are authorized in almost every account in Indiana and Illinois. And in the Indiana versus Illinois showdown, Walmart reps have the opportunity to earn up to $500 in prizes, uh, which is pretty impressive. Nice. So see, yeah, see your manager for more details, but that's definitely going to be, a, I know, a close race here in May. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. And Kaylee, like, I guess just real quick, who's going to win that showdown? What's your, what's your gut? There's no doubt Illinois is taking it home. I am not going to play favorites with my three distributors, but uh, Curtis and Team Indy, we are coming for you guys in a big way. Nice. I love it. I love the call out. Yes. Sorry. Keep going. And no, there's a couple of our other major retailers on board with both SKUs authorized. So Jewel Osco, Meyer, Hy-Vee, and Kroger, we have a lot to work with. And there's no doubt with this team, when you guys get a crack in the door, you push it wide open. So we're excited to see what everybody does in the month of May. And it's because we've talked about it a lot. So I think when it comes down to it, if you have a few seconds in your stores, just go back to George Marsden's one, two, three. We're premium two, we're differentiated from, and we're better than our competitors. So don't hesitate to lean into high noon throughout the summer, especially in the month of May. And we're super excited to see everyone make their mark. For sure. No, Kaylee, I appreciate your time today. I know, again, that's a lot to digest for the group, but I think you did a great job highlighting the key selling points. So I appreciate your time. And I cannot wait to see what the group does and to crush their number and over-index for 2020, especially that new news that's coming. So thanks again. And I'm now going to turn it over to Mr. Andy Ansel to walk through the barefoot opportunity. Thanks, Kaylee. Thanks, Bees. Hello, and thank you for listening today. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Andy Ansel, Business Development Manager in Indiana. But my roots go back to Illinois. I was born in Joliet, went to NIU, and started my career carrying a bag in my first territory in Lincoln Park. I'm super excited to share with you what's new with the number one and most awarded wine and sparkling brand in the country, Barefoot. Business has obviously shifted over the last month, and in these times of uncertainty, consumers are gravitating to brands they know and love, like Barefoot. In fact, the two fastest growing wine categories over the last four weeks are premium three-liter box and fruit varietals. Both categories Barefoot is positioned to win in. And thanks to all of your efforts, Barefoot is driving the growth in both these categories. Among all new items launched in 2019, Barefoot on Tap had the top four new items in the U.S. That has never happened before. This year, the momentum continued with the launch of five new types. Sunset Red Blend, which is only available on Tap, Sauvignon Blanc, 
Riesling, Red Sangria, and just released new Pink Moscato. The result is Barefoot on Tap is the fastest growing premium box wine in America, up 220% in the last four weeks. And that was before we launched Pink Moscato. We see huge potential for Pink Moscato 3-liter box, especially here in the LinkedIn division. As a flavor, Barefoot Pink Moscato brings in the second most new wine buyers into the wine category, only after Barefoot White Moscato. Also, 48% of the entire Pink Moscato's category's dollars are from the Barefoot family. So what's our ask in May? Well, first of all, close remaining distribution voids on all the Barefoot on tap types, especially Pink Moscato. And secondly, improve our visibility with the consumer, which if you remember from our selling in a digital world training back in January, includes both in-store displays and maybe more importantly right now, getting our share of the digital world through our retailers' social media posts like Instagram, as well as email blast, web pages, and even virtual tastings. Don't forget about Barefoot to Go Tetra Packs, where we doubled our lineup with the addition of four new types, Cabernet, Sauvignon Blanc, Sweet Red, and Riesling. All Barefoot Tetra Packs are perfect for whatever this summer will bring. Let's switch focus to the fastest growing alcohol category, hard seltzers. First of all, thank you and great job in launching the number one wine brand's entry into the fastest growing alcohol category. Wine-based barefoot hard seltzers are the better for you entry in the better for you category. The challenge now is to once again expand distribution and expand our visibility through both displays and digital impact. Also, they must be cold to be sold, and what an advantage for us here in Indiana, as barefoot hard seltzers are the only hard seltzers that can be chilled in both grocery and sea stores. So go carve out your space in those coal boxes. As a division, we are in about 15% of our controllable accounts with barefoot hard seltzers. So the opportunity is still enormous. In May, we'll have adequate inventory of all five SKUs, including the best seller, the Variety 12-pack. Great timing, especially for those of you with Target stores. Target will be launching all five SKUs of barefoot hard seltzers with an out-of-department corrugate bin, as well as side stacks of Barefoot 750s and chain-wide authorization of the new Barefoot Bubbly Rosé Pride package. Also, the Illinois Target stores are offering their circle rebates on all SKUs of Barefoot Hard Seltzers, Barefoot 3-liter box, and Barefoot to go Tetra packs, as well as several other Gallo items. Since Jesse will be discussing Barefoot Fruit Scotto, let's just suffice it to say that these types are made for the sweet-seeking Lincoln Division consumer. Great job with gaining distribution and visibility on the original peach, apple, and berry 750s in your controllable accounts. Now let's make it happen with the 1.5s, as they are the barefoot's biggest size. And don't forget, new watermelon. To wrap it up, I'd like to propose a toast to everyone out there. Each and every one of you are heroes every day, and we truly appreciate everything you are doing. So let's toast together with Barefoot Bubbly Pink Moscato which as you probably know, was awarded 100 points as, at the New World International Wine Competition. This is a perfect score for a perfect bubbly. If you haven't already tried it, now is a great time to do so. And don't forget, Mother's Day is coming up. 
Thanks for joining today. Cheers to all of you. And as my family always says, due to our Slovenian roots, Nastrovia. And now for a commercial break from Barefoot Fruitscatos. I kind of recognize this voice, but who is this guy? Do you love wine? Do you eat fruit? Well, my friend, I have something for you. Barefoot fruit moscato in beautifully refreshing flavors of apple, peach, watermelon, and strawberry. The average doctor recommends two servings of fruit per day, so the 750 milliliter is perfect for you. But, but, if you like me, and you need more servings, the 1.5 liter is your friend. Barefoot Fruit Moscato. Buy now. That was pretty epic, I think, as we could all agree. So I appreciate uh, the contributions by Mr. Curtis Kasari for today's podcast. Without your sponsorship, I'm not sure we'd be here today. So uh, again, thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. So what a perfect setup as I pass the ball to our main man, Jesse, as he highlights the importance of sweets as a category in general, as we head into the month of May and beyond. So Jesse, take it away. Hi, everyone. I don't know about you, but that last commercial really has me thirsty for some fruit scottos. My name is Jesse Shally, and I'm the new MDM for Illinois. Today, I'm going to take you guys through everything sweet, and specifically the new watermelon flavors for a couple of our key brands. We've got a ton of watermelon offerings that we're going to learn about today, so let's get started. The recent IRI point of entry study shows that consumers enter the wine category in sweeter varietals and types. Over-indexing sweet wines bring in 28% of new wine buyers. This is extremely critical, as we all need to find new ways to bring in new users into our category. The data also shows that sweet wines drive a higher percentage of trips into the stores. Now let's dig into the Gallo-specific sweet highlights for the month of May. First up is GFB Sweets. You guys, Gallo Family Vineyard Sweets are on fire. Consumers love sweet. Did you know that 25% of all beverage alcohol transactions are something sweet? That's a huge percentage. We need to capitalize on that trend right now. Did you also know that one in four GFB Sweets buyers are new to wine. New buyers drive incremental sales and ensure long-term category health. The brand is growing. And in fact, the total GFE Suites portfolio was plus 21% last year. Now that's some big time growth. As most of you know, we recently launched GFE Sweet Watermelon. The package is fantastic. The combination of the pink wine and green label really helped to heighten that watermelon flavor cue. Now let's talk about pricing. The 750 and the 1.5 should be line priced with the rest of the group. Now you may be asking yourself, why watermelon? Well, watermelon is a trending flavor in the alcohol beverage space, from hard seltzers to spirits to wine. Watermelon is approachable to new consumers, and the flavor cues help it pop on the shelf, making it easy for our consumers to recognize. Up next, we're going to talk barefoot fruit scotto. Barefoot fruit scottos are big and getting bigger. Barefoot is growing the Moscato category as a whole. 
Similar to GFE Suites, Barefoot Fruitscados are bringing new consumers into the category. In 2019, the brand is showing robust consumer demand, all three flavors exceeding Stellarosa flavors velocity. In 2020, we have some exciting new updates to the brand, some of which you already know about. We've got some updated blends and packaging. We will officially be switching to the name Fruitscato. Does everyone know where the name Fruitscato comes from? Moscato-based wine plus natural fruit flavors equals Fruitscato. It's easy to say, and people can own it. We will continue to introduce new sizes with the 1.5s, and finally, we're launching our new flavor, watermelon. You guys, there are three big reasons to believe in watermelon. One, consumers have a high purchase intent of Moscatos with familiar fruit-based flavors. Two, watermelon is trendy and it's getting hot. And three, it's a delicious fruit flavor that complements the sweet taste of Barefoot Moscato. Now, I think you guys are seeing a trend here. Next up is the most exciting new flavor from New Amsterdam Vodka. That's right, you guessed it, watermelon. You guys, New Amsterdam Watermelon is impressive. We have some big reasons to believe in the latest NAV offering. The vodka category is massive. Did you know that vodka leads all spirits in terms of volume, accounting for 31% of total spirits? New Amsterdam flavors win on the shelf. It's a fact. New Amsterdam vodka sells more cases per flavor than other major competitors. This fact is crucial because when we launch a new SKU, that SKU sells more than the competition. So why watermelon vodka? We have three main reasons to believe in watermelon. One, watermelon is one of the largest growth flavors in the vodka category. Two, total watermelon vodka is up 31%. And three, watermelon is on trend and growing. 228 watermelon flavored new products have been launched in North America in the past two years. That's a lot of watermelon. A couple of important things to note as we continue to launch watermelon in the market. Watermelon is now number three on the flavors distribution list behind A-Proof and Pink Whitney. When displaying NAV, we're shooting for a 60-20-20 split. 60% A-Proof, 20% Watermelon, 20% Pink Whitney. I don't know about you guys, but I think we could see some pretty impactful, pretty creative displays with a watermelon theme this summer. And with that, I'm going to pass the ball over to Kelly Taylor to highlight some amazing opportunities in e-commerce in our current environment. Thank you. Hi everyone, this is Kelly Taylor, your Gallo e-commerce sales manager. It is no secret that e-commerce is booming right now. In fact, online alcohol sales were up 387% through April 11th compared to the same week last year. We're seeing unprecedented growth across some of the largest alcohol online players, including Drizzly, Instacart, and Wine.com. For Salesforce's calling on retail accounts, here are some best practices to lean in on e-commerce. One, ensure you are in stock on key e-commerce items. During these uncertain times, consumers are gravitating towards brands they know and trust. Gallo's power brands fit the bill here. Brands like Barefoot, Apothic, Lamarca, and Dark Horse are over-indexing online, even more so than in-store. Two, encourage your accounts, particularly independent retailers, to promote that they are open and that they have online shopping options, whether via in-store pickup, curbside pickup, delivery, or shipping. 
in-store signage, email blasts, online banner ads, and social media posts are great ways to communicate awareness tactics. Lastly, if you are calling on a Drizzly account, utilize Gallo's Marketplace Scorecard as a resource to close gaps on key e-commerce SKUs. You can also speak to how Gallo is driving traffic to Drizzly, targeting consumers with sponsored ads on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Your Gallo sales managers will have sell sheets with additional information. It's an exciting time for e-commerce and a pivotal time to prioritize e-com across our retailers. Cheers and stay safe. Okay, Roth, how you doing? I'm good, man. Doing the best I can. Good news is I'm in a house that has a little bit of wine, so I'm, I'm holding up. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm pumped to, to get episode one of the pod in the books here. This is going to be fun. I've actually been doing some spring cleaning and drinking out of the wine cellar, pulling out those hidden gems that I have forgotten about or, you know, ones that are getting a little bit of age. And it's kind of funny because I actually just pulled out a pretty cool one. It's a 1999 William Hill Napa Cab. You know, have you seen that old package, the one with the huge leaf on it? Yeah, when I when I worked inside, that's the one we used to sell. Really yeah. cool. I opened it up to see if it still had any life, and it was surprisingly still tasting pretty good. I, I, I looked it up online, and I was trying to give my family a little bit of a rundown on the history of William Hill. And I always forget how unique of a story this brand has. Did you know that the founder, Bill Hill, was just named top 50 most influential person in the wine industry by Wine Spectator? No, really? Yeah. He developed and designed some of the most renowned vineyards in California. And William Hill is, is his namesake. It's, it was his crown jewel vineyard. So we're lucky to have it. In fact, I don't think a lot of people realized it, but some of the best fruit that Gallo has is coming off that property. Not to shell out any free ads, but we share a, a property line with Silver Oak, which is one of the best known cabs around. And ours is less than half the price. Wow, that's really good information. You've been there, right, to William Hill? Yeah, it's one of my favorite properties to visit in Napa. Oh, my God. It's amazing. That vineyard sits perched up on that Silverado Trail. It's got some high elevation, so you're up overlooking the valley. Nice glass of vino. It's a beautiful day. I'd love to be there right now. I was also thinking, like, when was the last time we had a full-out William Hill Focus Month? I can't remember when, but May would be the perfect time to do it. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Well, for starters, the low tier and the high tier pricing is lined up, and that's going to be the best pricing that we have for the full year. So for that retailer that buys based on price, now is probably a good time. Exactly. Secondly, starting in May, William Hill is now in Food & Wine Magazine and all over their digital media. So you can pick up a magazine or follow them on Instagram, and your retailers can repost. They've got some really cool content that are going on right now. So if your retailer buys based on brand recognition this is also a great time to buy yep and well you'll probably like the most there's actually four SKUs in the portfolio with 90 plus point scores that coastal shard 90 points it's crisp refreshing the napa shard has that oaky kind of like butterscotch profile it's like quintessential napa valley when it comes to the cab the north coast cab is shocking when you try it when we blind tasted that as a group i actually thought it was the napa because it had some great weight and body to it it was shocking it was really really good yeah, those wines definitely drink above their price range. You know, so I, I'm thinking if, if you're selling on quality to your retailer, I think this is probably a really good time to sell William yep. Hill as well. And there's incentive to sell this month too because there's going to be a volume incentive in May so reps can earn money on every case sold. And, you know, with everything going on with COVID-19, consumers are returning to brands that they know, trust, and recognize. And William Hill checks all those boxes in May. you got a great price. Best price of the year, actually. You got great quality and 90 plus point scores, and you got great advertising with food and wine. 
And the best part is you can make some serious money selling it. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I love the Food & Wine Instagram page. They have some really great stuff on there. Speaking of Instagram, did you watch Dave on Instagram Live last night? Yeah, they did a great job, didn't they? Dave was great. Really cool stuff from Dave Finney. The brand that always makes me appreciate his work is Location. Talk about value from Wine Enthusiast Winemaker of the Year. Four SKUs, under 20 bucks, 90 plus points on four of them. Pretty awesome. Do you know we have POS back cards with Dave Finney, Winemaker of the Year in the warehouse? Do I know about them? I created them. They're amazing and they look great in the trade. Is there anything going on next month with pricing on locations? Yeah, we actually have the best pricing of the year in May to help sell. So TJ, what's your favorite location? Oh man, uh, got to be honest. I love that E, five grapes, five main regions of Spain. That stuff is tasty. Mine currently is anything off the couch or six feet away from my kids. Social distancing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. It's definitely CA, especially when I found out that Dave added 50% of the juice that was originally suited for Louis Martini Napa cab. Talk about value from Finney. I'm sure if we blind taste a handful of people on that CA, we would they would probably think it was $30 or above. Also, now that it's getting a little bit warmer out there, let's not discredit the New Zealand or the Rosé. It's a great addition to your code box. TJ, do you think we will get people excited to sell locations in Absolutely. May? Absolutely. I'm excited to sell locations in May. Well, I'm going to add a little grease to that frying pan. Talk to me about the grease, Ralph. What kind of grease are we talking here? Cold, hard cash kind of grease. A volume incentive is in place for May that will pay reps per case, and hopefully everyone can earn some extra cash. Also, don't forget about our Gallo Lincoln Division Instagram page. We have some really good content there on all our brands and some fun facts of, on location. TJ, do you have anything else to add? No, I, you had a great little plug there at the end of, for the Instagram page, at Gallo Lincoln Division. Honestly, these wines are all drinking so well right now, and you don't see them everywhere, so it's a really cool opportunity for retailers to set themselves apart. Dave Finney, under $20, winemaker of the year. Uh, you know, you have everything here to win in May with locations and William Hill. Best pricing of the year, big incentives, and a great product in the bottle. So thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you got something out of this. Hi. This is Brandon Scott, Managing Director for Gallo, covering the Midwest region. I first want to tell everyone how incredibly proud we are of each of you. No one has ever seen anything like this in our lifetimes, and your courage, grit, and teamwork have been amazing. Ernest Gallo has two famous quotes that resonate with me in the current COVID-19 environment. One, there's opportunity in chaos, and two, when times are good, our entire industry does well, and when times are tough, Gallo does great. I think it's important to understand why these are universal truths. Number one, we have a portfolio diverse enough for any economic condition with power brands at all price tiers. Number two, we have the best supply chain in the industry with an RDC system and strong communication from you to our local Gallo team to our supply chain out in Modesto. And three, we have the best distributor partners in the world that execute best in class with shared values and a defined culture. It truly takes a team to win, and I want everybody to know that we are winning right now. Thank you once again to all of you. A case of Gallo does not get to an account through osmosis. A talented, hardworking salesperson gets it there. We at Gallo are grateful for you and your team's efforts. Thanks and continue to stay safe, healthy, and win.
Brandon, thank you so much for closing us down. All right, everyone, that concludes today's first episode of the Lincoln Lowdown. We really appreciate everyone taking the time to listen to this podcast. You guys know where to find me, Michelle Speziali, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback. Stay safe, and we look forward to seeing everyone very soon. Take care.